Welcome to the podcast series for the Journal of Neurophysiology. I'm Bill Yates, the Editor-in-Chief of the Journal, and today we're talking about a recently accepted paper entitled Distribution of TTX-Sensitive Voltage-Gated Sodium Channels in Primary Sensory Endings of Mammalian Muscle Spindles. This paper was included in March's APS Select, a collection of the very best original research papers published by the American Physiological Society. Before we begin, let's meet our guests. Hi, I'm Tim Cope from Georgia Institute of Technology, more commonly known as Georgia Tech. I study the ways the spinal cord uses sensory information to control movement. My technical expertise is primarily with electrophysiology. Hi, I'm Dario Carrasco, also from Georgia Tech. My research interest is to understand interactions between the musculoskeletal system and the nervous system. More specifically, I'm interested in the underlying molecular mechanisms responsible for the maintenance of that interaction. Tell us why you initiated this project. What was your motivation? So this report follows our long-standing interest in the specialized sensors called muscle spindle receptors. These specialized receptors are embedded in skeletal muscles, and the nerves that supply them fire action potentials repetitively as a way of signaling the central nervous system about movements and postures of the body and limbs. Our interest turned to the molecular mechanisms generating these signals when we discovered a particular problem in a rodent model of chemotherapy. Many weeks after a full treatment course of chemotherapy in rats, we found that muscle spindle sensory neurons continued to fire normally as they do when muscles change length, but they lost the firing that encodes static or fixed muscle position. Details of this sensory impairment suggested that chemotherapy impairs a particular type of voltage-gated sodium channel, but there was no information available about the presence or distribution of the suspect sodium channels in muscle spindles, and that gap in knowledge was the origin of our study. We aim to provide fundamental information about mechanisms responsible for both normal and abnormal sensory encoding by spindle receptors. We were particularly motivated by the possibility that this information might lead us to an explanation for the long-lasting postural instability and clumsiness experienced by patients who received the chemotherapeutic agent oxaloplatin. What was known about the molecular mechanisms of signaling by muscle spindles prior to your doing the work described in the paper? So prior to our studies, the emphasis in the literature, especially in the most recent studies, has concentrated in the identification of channels involved in the generation of mechanically activated currents that give rise to the receptor potential in the sensory terminal muscle spindles. In relation to the voltage-gated channels involved in the encoding of the information embedded in the receptor potential, which is generated by the mechanical deformation of the sensory terminals, little was known, however. For many years, we have known that the sensory terminals of 1A primary afferents innervating the muscle spindles had many encoded size, but surprisingly, after all these years, the identity of the molecules in those encoding size has never been identified. What did your findings add to the story? So the main finding of our study was to show that several voltage-gated sodium channels are present in the sensory terminal of muscle spindles, and that these channels are differentially distributed within these terminals. We found that isoform NAT 1.6 is primarily expressed at the heminodes, the presumed site of encoding and action potential generation, but is also present in the sensory terminals. 
We also found that isoformat 1.1 is present only in the sensory terminals, and isoformat 1.7 is primarily expressed in the preterminal axons. This differential distribution suggests to us that these channels probably contribute to the process of mechanosensory signaling from muscle stimulus. What experiments do you plan next to expand on the findings of this study? So now that we know which voltage-gated sodium channels are present, we want to test the predictions we make in our report. We assign particular functional roles for the different sodium channels, and we propose to test our ideas by assessing how muscle spindle firing is altered in mice having these channels genetically deleted. We will also test our proposal that abnormal signaling in animals treated with chemotherapy is associated with downregulation of sodium channels in muscle spindle sensory endings. We intend that these studies will advance mechanistic understanding of the contributions made by muscle spindle sensors to both normal and abnormal signaling of sensory information involved in controlling movement. I'd like to thank our guests for participating in today's discussion of the article, Distribution of TTX-Sensitive Voltage-Gated Sodium Channels and Primary Sensory Endings of Mammalian Muscle Spindles, part of the podcast series for the Journal of Neurophysiology. Thank you.